the number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of the UCW Radio Show. And this is your host, Lou, a.k.a. Falcon Coparis. And I want to thank all of our listeners for the continued support just by listening to the show. We're continuing to bring on very interesting, very special guests. And I need to let our listeners know that starting on Sunday... We are going to have the Week in Review, the UCW Radio Show Week in Review. And within the next week or so, uh, we should be in anywhere from 10 to 20 million households across the United States. So that's big stuff. Uh, sponsors, we open the door for sponsorships, sponsorship opportunities. So advertisers, marketers, sponsors that want to uh, get involved with the UCW radio show, just go to ucwmagazine.com and find out how. Now, in just a little while, we're going to have probably one of our most interesting guests on the show. And I say that because I really don't uh, know what to expect during this show. She's a burlesque performer slash dancer. And, yeah, I can hear the ooze from our listeners at this point. But I have a feeling, um, as with all of our guests, that we're going to uh, be able to connect with her as a person. And I understand, uh, and really, I guess understand a little bit more about burlesque. I am going to try to ask questions in order for us to get a better understanding, because I think we need to. Uh, before we bring in our guests, I need to let our listeners know that uh, if you are going to be in Atlanta on September 17, 2009, then make it down to the Call Mike Theater for the red carpet event for Lynch Mob. Rachel Stamper, Scott Stamper, they made a movie, Lynch Mob. It's in about 100 plus uh, Call Mike theaters. Uh, it's coming out on Friday, the 18th, but you have a special uh, opportunity to go down. If you're in the Atlanta area, to go down for the red carpet event. Uh, Keith Sweat's going to be there, and a few other uh, Atlanta celebrities are going to be there. Plus all the actors, Tony Darrow from, from Sopranos and Goodfellas, and a whole host of people are going to be there. And if you don't, if you're in that area and you, you you don't attend, you won't have the opportunity, because I will say this, that uh, Rachel Stamper, well... And Scott Samper and the director and everyone that's going to be there, these guys are there now. But I promise you that in a year's time that you're not going to be able to take the pictures and get the autographs that you are right now. So take my advice. Take advantage of it. And uh, I need to let uh, our listeners know as well. Oh, let me give you the website for that. It's lynchmobmovie.com. Trust me. Go watch the movie. Go to the event. And you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, now I need to give our listeners some information. If you want to call into the show, ask questions, you'll, all you need to do is go to ucwmagazine.com. You can find out what guests we're going to have on the show. We have a wide array of, uh, of authors, actors, screenwriters, uh, entertainers, models, uh, athletes, pro wrestlers. We have a whole host of different people coming on the show. Some are up and coming. Some are established. Uh, we... We, we're, we're also going to have some really, really big names on this show, but the whole purpose of this show is to talk about the journey. It's not about uh, just promoting a, uh, just solely promoting 
a uh, person's uh, up and coming event. That's not how we are. Most uh, media outlets are like that. We're not interested in doing that. What we're interested in doing is telling the full story so our listeners can connect with our guest, and that's what it's about. And again, I'm going to repeat this. Uh, the UCW Radio Show is now opening the doors to sponsorship partnerships. Uh, so marketers, if you're looking to get in to uh, to work with us at this time, it's probably the best time because we are looking to expand and grow and increase syndication and grow into other areas that we are not. Um, I'm not at liberty to speak about at this point. But you'll find about it, find out about it in the near future. Uh, if you're on Twitter, then you can shoot me out some questions or comments. Just go there. Uh, my Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. It's L-O-U-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Follow me and tweet away. Now, without further ado, let's patch in a woman that puts a smile on the faces of thousands and thousands of people each year from coast to coast like butter on toast now a mainstay in brooklyn new york here is the one and only sizzle dizzle sizzle it's great to have you on the ucw radio show thanks for being with us this afternoon Oh my gosh, thanks for having me, Lou. It's a great honor. Thank you. Oh, no, we're honored because you're in such a good mood. I was, I was telling you that earlier. You're so, you're so cheery. That's putting me in a better mood. And that's always Yay. a good thing. Yeah, because I don't like to be in a bad mood. <laughs> uh, but, but we always appreciate the time that our guests put aside for us because uh, I know you're busy and most people are busy. Uh, so we do appreciate it. Now, uh, Sizzle, most people that are listening to the uh, to the UCW radio show right now that are familiar with you, they know you as a burlesque performer, a dancer, that type of thing. Uh, but what they may not know, yeah, and I'm letting out this little secret of yours, what they may <laughs> not know is that you've done some off-Broadway uh, stuff as well as some other theater work. Uh, in short, there's more to you than they see on stage or read about online. Uh, so where I'd like to start, because I find what you do interesting. So what I like to start is at the beginning of your journey. When did sure. you, that's We're going to start way at the beginning. Uh, when did you first get into entertainment? Uh, well, when I was about, oh, God, I'm giving away my age. When I was about, like, eight years old, I saw The Little Mermaid, and I wanted to be a Disney animator. So I took a lot of, like, drawing classes and such, and I took... Uh, some dancing lessons as well because I was too graceful at my karate classes. Um, so they switched me right into ballet. And uh, from there, I just love the arts, love the arts, love painting, drawing, dancing. I also uh, play the flute in high school and, you know, junior high. And from, it's just amazing how much you can do with, with what you have. It's fantastic. Well, so um, as I got older and started to realize that animators spend most of their time sitting down, and I'm a very energetic person, and didn't think I could do that. <laughs> I actually focused more on dancing, and then I went to college for costume design so I could wear costumes that were fit for me and everybody else and my friends. And once I got out of college, I became part of a off-Broadway dance company mm -hmm. and have done a few uh, regional theater work. And the rest is pretty much history. I went to a burlesque audition um, and had a great time. And it was wonderfully 
amazing and supportive and loving. And so as soon as I got you know out of the audition, I went home and I Googled burlesque classes in New York and ran into the wonderful uh, Joe Boobs Weldon's uh, New York School of Burlesque. Took a few classes and um, have been performing for about almost three years now. <laughs> oh. well, that's pretty cool. So this act, there's an actual school to learn how to get involved in burlesque? Yep, absolutely. Um, oh. She has classes in like movement, in uh, costume classes, and fan dances, chair dances, um, costume classes, uh, character persona creations. It's it's, a, it's an amazing school. Um, uh, the actual school is called New York School of Burlesque. You can look it up online. Uh, the woman who teaches it, her name is uh, Joe Weldon. She's also known as Joe Boobs in the community. She's Wonderful, inspiring, completely down to earth, and it's just amazingly wonderful. Oh, that's She's a, a great teacher. Well, that, that's interesting. Now, when you, I mean, who, who would who would think that hey, you can go to school for burlesque? Go figure. Um, but I guess that makes a lot of sense because you need to. I mean, it's it's a skill. It's an art form. So it is. You need... It is, and it's it's very interesting because everybody does what we do. I mean, everybody takes their clothes off and on again mm -hmm. throughout the course of their lives. So. It's just interesting. It's a very intimate act that you're doing to as an audience, and you just um, you're very good at, at fine-tuning um, what you need to do and to create your own stage persona. And she's very welcoming and very supportive. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I, I think what you know, a lot of people aren't familiar with what burlesque actually is. You know, mm -hmm. so maybe there's a misconception out there. Uh, so before we get into anything else, maybe you can give us some broad strokes so our listeners can really embrace what it is that you do and what it's actually about. Sure. Um, burlesque actually gets uh, a lot of, more times than not, gets confused with stripping. And the actual physical difference is that a lot of burlesque shows, um, the ladies and gentlemen, um, go down, they remove their clothes and reveal either, um, their, their undergarments, which are usually a G-string and pasties. Sometimes um, they'll have, like, boy shorts on, but it's always usually some sort of undergarment on the bottom and pasties on the top. And um, that's the physical uh, difference between that and stripping. Um, also, burlesque, to me, incorporates it's a, different, it's, um, a combination of performance art and humor. Um, it's actually the word burlesque means a to make fun of. Um, you can take that pretty much wherever, um, in however way you want to. A lot of times, like the when they refer to classic burlesque, it's very glamorous, very gorgeous, gorgeous costumes with elaborate sets or or big gracious fans. Um, you can also do comedic burlesque and or I've seen you know um, like science fiction characters in burlesque numbers. It's completely up to the performer, but um, I just find a lot of uh, solidarity in when people actually tell a story mm -hmm. through through their numbers, through through the removal of their clothes, or in some cases the putting on of clothes. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the big difference. Um, it's for less it's more of a performance art, whereas um, striptease is is a little less art, a little more money-oriented. 
Yeah, well, I mean, if you're if a girl's uh, hanging on a pole, stripping at a strip club, she's taking off her clothes for money, and she's you know putting her business in everybody's face for that reason. But what you guys are actually doing, you're on stage, you're performing, you're singing, you're dancing, you're doing all this stuff, and you're not sitting there saying, you know, give me a dollar. You're you're, you're doing your performance, and it's more artistic. Exactly. It's more artistic yeah. than it is, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what word I can use. Maybe you know, pornographic. I don't know. It's it's not it's not it's not um, it's not along those lines what, whatsoever. This is an artistic form of expression or uh, yes, exactly. Um, uh, the main difference that um actually my teacher Joe Boob said the difference between uh, at at a show at a at a striptease show or at a burlesque show. If you are at a striptease show um, as a stripper. You want to make eye contact and direct your performance to a certain person, to one individual. Mm -hmm. And basically, the object of that would be to get money from that individual person. Whereas in a burlesque show, you are performing to a crowd. You, it, It's something that you give to them, and the responses are their gift back to you. So it's, it's kind of a give-and-take relationship that a burlesque performer has with his or her audience. But, you know, with the, bur the burlesque performers, from what I understand, you guys have uh, a special type of bond. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, <laughs> just... Yes, we do. It's, it's, yeah, well, but no, in a good way, not, not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. You know, but you guys, you know, obviously you're in, a, in, in, a, um, in an environment that's different than what, you know, society wants people to do. It's not, uh, you're not performing on Broadway, you're not performing off-Broadway, you're not uh, doing anything classical, you're doing um, something different. So I guess people look at it um, in, in, in that way that always oh, like taboo, but it, it's actually not. It's no, no, exactly, you're exactly right. Um, because we, what we do is a very intimate act, mm -hmm. um, and because we do that, to, to, to more often than not, to, to audience members who we do not know, um, we, you know, there's, there is, um, you do develop, especially for the, the female performers, you know, with the body images, you develop an extreme level of self-confidence in yourself, um, because, you know, we are all gifted with, with a certain body, a certain look, and burlesque for, especially for me, has helped me gain respect and admiration for the body that I have. So um, to have that level of, of confidence and love in yourself and to be surrounded by people who do that as well, uh, it, it creates a very supportive and amazing atmosphere. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful community. It really is. It's, it's very, very welcoming, very supportive. Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting because I hear all different, you know, things about it. But I, I feel... Just like with anyone, you know, you hear a rumor about someone, uh, you can go past judgment, but it's better for you to find out for yourself whether it is what people say it is or it, is it something different. So I think if anyone that's listening uh, has a different idea of what a burlesque show is, they should go to a good one and find out for yourself. And, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Of no, course. exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah, but it's good to, to judge based on your, your personal experiences, not what people tell you. Now, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah but now Sizzle, I, lo I love that Sizzle, I love that name. Um, Thank you. How did you, come, how did you come up with that? that? I need to know this. Okay, it's actually, um, I, I will not take credit for it. Um, uh -huh. I 
when I was about to perform, um, I was asked for my stage name, and I asked a whole bunch of friends, and that was uh, one of the names that they had given me, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's 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 that's how my friends um, basically gave me a whole list of names, and we just sat down one day and went through them together, and that was the one that we ended up with. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's kind of awesome, and it's yeah, I love it. It makes people laugh. So that. I love that just for that purpose in general. Yeah, it is. Look, with just people listening to this, they hear how cheery you are. I I see pictures and everything. You're always bubbly and stuff. So again, you know, it's just you're putting me in a a better mood, which which is it's a good thing. Now, now you come from you come from Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Okay, so you come from Pennsylvania. Now you come to New York to to go and 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 try to find. I guess find something on Broadway. You want to get into acting, you know. You're you're professionally trained as a theater actress. And yes, I um I have uh I do have a theater background. I also have a very strong um, dance background as well. When I did first come to New York, um I did want to be on Broadway, and actually I <laughs> I sold T-shirts on Broadway for quite some time, and um I went you know obviously to school for costume design to get to open myself up to different types of um, types of art, mm-hmm. which that is as well. Um, I like to help out a lot of my dancer actor friends with costumes because I can make them. <laughs> okay. but, um, but yeah, I went originally here to, to go on the, the Great White Way and after, you know, being involved in that, you know, community, which is wonderful, it, I found be doing the same thing, you know, eight shows a week. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, in the burlesque community, um, you are, you are your own director, you're your own choreographer, you choose your own costumes, um, you choose your own music. So basically you, you are, you are in charge of everything that you put up on stage, which is both terrifying and extremely gratifying. You can, you know, you want to put something that people will love and adore and hopefully will move and touch them in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to basically rise up to be, you know, a professional and give the best that you can because you are your own director, you are your own choreographer and designer, and so that that puts a lot of pressure on you. But you know, it's it's worth it because you do, you know, you want to do a good job. You want to give your audience a fantastic time, and when they respond back in a, in a positive way, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it really is an amazing experience. But it's really wonderful. But 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 it's interesting how you know uh, you you got you got you went down that road, and uh, you know you could have taken another road, but you found this for you just more uh, I guess more appealing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know coming from from the the dance world, like I am I'm short. I'm five foot two. Um, I have short legs, and I'm very curvy and um in body shape. And a lot of times, I had a very good time after I got out of my dance company finding a job because they all wanted, you know, ladies who look less blockettes, you know, tall, leggy women, which I clearly am not. Um, so they, they didn't like they didn't like the pinup girl type of uh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> but they, I mean, they, yeah, they, every they, shape is is glorious and beautiful, and it needs to be embraced. And in the burlesque community, it, it completely is. It completely is, and that's it was very refreshing and very comforting 
to go from something where, you know, it is the dance world is based mm -hmm. on how you look mm -hmm. more so than how you can actually perform. And in the burlesque community, it's, it, you, your body is, is what it is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you need to play up your best assets. And after doing that, you know, you, you grow to love your, your shape because it's, it, you know, it's amazing. And that whole experience, that journey that I had from, from, you know, professional dancer, you know, professional, you know, burlesque dancer, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, because that, that's a that's a big jump from one to the other. But the thing that you said that I found I found to be interesting is when you're doing your show, as you said, you're doing for everything from soup to nuts. So mm -hmm. in short, and this is someone, um, there's a guy, and he, him and I we've become uh, friendly. Uh, he is he has a show on nine seventy a.m. Uh, he is uh, David Webb. He's he he told me something. Okay, uh, was it about a week ago? And he said to me, he said when he was in radio, he's been in radio for a long time, and he said one thing, one piece of advice that he got that he holds true till today is someone that gave him, because he was out there, he was a big uh, radio celebrity guy, out there, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, the whole nine yards, and all of a sudden uh, he was trying to get a gig, and they turned him down, and he didn't know why, and then the guy told me, he said, you know, if you, as someone being in radio, right, and this is how it relates mm -hmm. to you, by the way, it's, it's funny, it's going to relate to you in a second, and you, being, <laughs> you being a radio guy, that if you learn everything from the board, and how everything operates from beginning to end, how everything operates, the, the engineer, what they do, how everything goes out, how everything works, you'll have longevity in the radio business. So for you, you're learning everything from choreography, everything to doing all that. So what does that say about you in the entertainment business? Not just burlesque, well, I mean, not just burlesque, yeah. but the entertainment business as a whole. Because you, you, mm -hmm. you know you're, you're directing, you're producing, you're acting, and you're dancing, and you're singing, you're entertaining, you're doing all that stuff. Forget about you taking off your stuff. You're doing all that stuff, so you're putting on a true show from beginning exactly. to end. Um, hmm? No, no, continue. No, no, I said you're doing, you're putting on a true show from beginning to end. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Um, and I think that, you know, what, what they said is actually is very, very, not just to the radio industry, but to to, to what you want to do in life. Um I want to be involved in entertainment and entertaining people. Um, so when you know when I was in college, I you know costume design was my major, but I also got involved in in acting classes as well, and also lighting design and and, and scenic design. Um, just it, I think all the information, all the knowledge that you have, you certainly can help use to help improve what you want to do to hone your craft, so to speak. As a burlesque dancer. Um, you, uh, as for me anyway, like, because I am a trained dancer, I always make sure that I keep myself in shape and that I, I am constantly learning new moves, new steps, um, getting inspiration from old, um, influences like Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly, uh, Bob Fosse, watching, you know, old movies to get an idea of how, you know, the, the glamour of like Hollywood was so you can incorporate that into like pinup work since that was there around the very similar time period. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you were doing like a themed act on like World War One, you obviously need to get a sense of history of what time was like back then, what the fashion was, 
what the movements were, um, what the hair was and the makeup, everything there to make sure that you give a very accurate, professional um, presentation of what you want to come across, what you want to say. Right. Well, I, I think I, that's absolutely true. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I understand that, and I see that a, a million, zillion percent. One thing that I will say, and I, actually, I need to ask you, are you, you know, beyond doing the burlesque, are you uh, doing modeling as well? Um, not at the moment. I've done a lot of pin-up work before, but right now I'm I'm taking a little time, a little break, just a little break right now. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I have done modeling before, yes. Yeah, because I I'm looking at a couple of your pictures and it's it's interesting how and you said with with period pieces how you know you put yourself in in the garb and everything and you know the pictures taken and it's like you belong there. Mm-hmm. It's like you belong in that time period, um, and it's it's interesting because when you do your show, you're actually you know. I, I guess, and for all intents and purposes, you're kind of transporting yourself into a different mindset or a different time. Exactly. See, I understand exactly. that stuff. See, I'm not, I'm not that stupid. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. would never think ever, ever. <laughs> no, I do believe, like, as a, as a performer, as someone who entertains, um, perhaps it's a bit old-fashioned of myself, but I think it is a responsibility as an artist to to provide your audience, your viewers, or your your um, you know, your audience, uh, a chance to escape mm-hmm. to this world that you've created. Especially now that you know times are not so good right now, so any chance to get their minds off the fact that this is there is they're in a recession and times are tough, even if only for like a four minute song, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Because yeah. then you've lifted their spirit. And and you and know, I think as an entertainer, it's your responsibility and your duty to help your other your your you know your mankind rise above and and be entertained and allow them to to forget their troubles for a little while mm-hmm. through like story and hopefully you get a laugh out of them or laughter is not you know your intended purpose not something serious just to get their minds off. What they, what their world is, and to get transported into your world so that they can go back to their world better. Yeah, well, I think that when someone, whether they go to a burlesque show or a comedy show or something like that, yeah, but I'm, let me just go towards burlesque. They go to a show like yours. Let's say they go see you perform, and mm-hmm. they're having a bad time, or things are not going the right way. They see something like that. The way you put on your show, you, you I mean, they forget where they are for a minute. But, you know, when they leave, they're actually talking about this the next day, two weeks later, you know, a month later, or they'll say, well, yeah, a year ago I saw Sizzle Dizzle and she was performing here and it was just really, it was really interesting. And now they, they, they thought it was funny and they thought it was whatever, but you have an impact. That That's the exactly. bottom line. You have an impact and I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a ter- it's a wonderful, terrific honor. It is. That's awesome. Now, do you see yourself, I mean, you're doing burlesque now. Do you see yourself at any point going back to uh, theater work? I, I actually wouldn't mind it right now. Um, right now, I'm actually focusing a lot on burlesque. Um, I'm still doing dancing, um, not, not as heavily as I used to, but 
uh, still professionally. Um, I I do get out and do some films every now and then, um, but right now it's I, I'm addicted to live entertainment right now, so I'm going to stick with that for a while. <laughs> okay, that, that's cool. Now, now, one thing that I that I think, and again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe you can. I'll just ask you the question. I'll let you talk. Sure. But do do you think that by you uh, doing the burlesque uh, shows, that if you were to get into theater, that the, what you're doing now is going to actually help you be a better theatrical performer? Yes. Yes, it would. Um, a lot of a good performance, whether or not you're doing burlesque, dance, or, or um, straight acting, is to make a connection to the audience. That's as when you um, make that connection, then they are in with you. If they, if you get their trust to go on this journey with you, mm-hmm. whether through song or dance or, or spoken words, that is a great, that is a really great responsibility and and duty for as you as a performer, as an artist, um, to gain their trust, so that you can that they can come along with you on this journey that you're going to make. And because we do, burlesquers do a lot of very intimate, you know, numbers, uh, what we do is very intimate, um, it, it builds up your confidence to, to, to reach out your hand to them, mm-hmm. which makes it easy for, easier for them, the audience, to, to grab hold and to go with you. So, so in other words, and let me just try to paint this picture, when you're somewhere and you're performing on stage, as opposed to you going into their world, you're putting your hand out, bringing them into your world. Exactly. Okay, so they get to escape whatever they whatever they have going on in, in, in their lives. Now, okay. you, now, Sizzle, I, I just I like I like saying that by the way, <laughs> Sizzle. Um, you you perform coast to coast. Uh, you performed in, you know, New York, you performed on the West Coast, and so on and so forth. Uh, why, why don't you tell us what type of places you have performed in, um, and where? Well, I uh, was out in Los Angeles for about five months um, last year. Um, I had gotten a job teaching dance. I went out there to explore the West Coast. I know this sounds, sounds terribly odd of myself, but I'm a huge fan of the seasons. And only having sunshine kind of got under my skin a lot, so I came back okay. to New York. But when I was in Los Angeles, you know, I did perform at um, with uh, Monday Night Tees, which is a weekly burlesque show. Um, I did do music videos uh, with a gentleman by the name of Cheeks. I was in a theater company, um, and it was wonderful and it was great. It just L.A. is not my my home. New York mm-hmm. is. Yeah, well. So I'm, I'm very happy to be back in New York City. And I've had the honor of doing a lot of very well-established burlesque shows, such as uh, Starshine Burlesque and um, Los Bosco and Hard Candy, uh, Kitty Night. All of, a lot of the burlesque shows, you can actually find a burlesque show in New York City any day of the week, Monday through Sunday. Um, some of them are in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Others are in Williamsburg or Park Slope, Brooklyn. Um, but there is something every night in New York City. And that's just one of the reasons why I love the city so much. <laughs> oh, so you, there's no lack of work for you. <laughs> exactly. Ah, that's, exactly. That's, that's a good thing. But you know, just, just to touch on the on the season uh, 
part of things. Uh, you're not alone in that. I think you know a lot of people that do move to the West Coast or they go there for a little bit uh, or go to Florida or something. They're like you know they they miss having the the leaves turn orange and yellow and falling down and the coolness coming in and then the snow. Yes, I'm. magical to me. To me, it's magical. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's magical when when the seasons change like that. It is. It is. It's. It is a cycle, and I think I I have missed it. I didn't know how much I would miss it till it wasn't there. So now I'm I'm actually kind of happy for fall. I'm like, yay, autumn's here. Yeah, there you go. But you know, it, it's it's funny, and I can't even give you. Uh, well, I can't even say this that you know, if you look at seasons, you know, even th throughout your life, you go through seasons. You you go through bad times and good times, and so on. Time you go through all these different changes. But, you know, you can equate that to, you know, a change in seasons when things are going to get better. And you that that's just a part of your life that goes away. Now you have something new. You, it, 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 when the seasons change, it gives you something to look forward to, I think. No, you're def yeah. absolutely right. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a cycle. And, you know, everything in like life has a cycle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, we have ups and downs. And it's all... All part of the grand scheme of things. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But you know, I need—I need to say I love LA. I mean, that—that's me. I—I've lived there for a wee bit. So yeah, it's a—it's—it's a—it's a nice place. But again, with the seasons, I mean, you need—I mean, I—I I, I like the seasons. So I'm like all over the place, you know. But then that—that—that's that, me because I have problems. But that's okay. Um, now. <laughs> So, so now let me let me ask you this. Now, when you perform, is it usually are you performing solo, or do you, do you perform, you know, with other people as part of a, a bigger show? How does that work? Uh, most of the time, uh, you are your your freelancer. You perform, you know, your number in a show. Um, so there are some uh, burlesque shows that I am a regular at. Um, I am a regular at a show on the Lower East Side called Hard Candy, and that's every second Tuesday of the month. I'm also a regular at Wasabasco Burlesque, which is in Park Slope, Brooklyn, the first Saturday of the month. Okay. But um, both those shows actually, they, they put a great amount of trust in me to, to perform numbers by myself, thought up by myself. Oh, nice. So even though I'm performing with uh, different people, uh, the numbers that I do are, are of my own conception. Okay. Right. Now I'm going to ask you something personal. You sure. ready? You ready? I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to hit you with this. No, but seriously, you know, people, you know, we talked about it earlier, how people, um, they tend to pass judgment. Now, people that know what you do that aren't familiar with that world, do they judge you? I've actually had some friends who who know what, who, who have researched for less, and they just, they would rather not see me do that. Mm -hmm. Which which makes me kind of sad, but I do have to respect their wishes. Um, a lot of my my guy friends would rather not see me on stage, but they support me and they wish me good luck on their shows, which you know I do respect. Mm -hmm. um, I would like I have asked them, you know, I wish you would come see one of my shows because a lot of my acts that I have are definitely more funny than they are like raunchy, sexy. Mm -hmm. So you'll actually get a laugh more than than you'll like get a hard on. So I'm like, I wish you know, if you do want to come see me, I will. You know, it is a good time. I will make you laugh more so than anything else. Okay. Well. But um, some people are comfortable with my friends. You know that I 
at my other jobs come see me and they love it. And other people are just like, it's not for me. You know, but I, I do support you. And, you know, that it, it's sad. it's a little sad, but, you know, I had to respect their wishes. Um, I'm, I'm certainly not going to force, you know, my lifestyle that anybody else's throw. That, that's just um, not, that's just not a common courtesy. But I do understand that this is a little, it is a touchy subject for some people and whatever they've been brought up to believe. But a lot of people who do know me know that I am a very good person, mm-hmm. and um, people who have seen me perform know that I, I I'm very professional, and I do make people laugh, and I have a really good time at it. And by the time that they leave the show, they've had a good time watching me. So that's what makes me, you know, that's what keeps me going. It's like, well, even though some other friends of mine may not come and see me. The ones that have, have have raved about it and they had a good time and they're very interested in this type of art form, so they hopefully will continue to go see other shows and support my other burlesque friends. Okay, well, that's, that's interesting because you, I mean, do you consider, you know, burlesque more of a lifestyle or is it just something that, that you do because you enjoy it? Because there's a big difference between the two. There is. Um, I would say it probably started out being something I enjoy to do, but as I've gotten you know, more experience and I've been in it for almost three years now, it is it is a type of lifestyle, um, especially with the, the, the female body image. I carry myself differently. I'm very proud of how I look and you know how I present myself to people mm-hmm. uh, because I, I work for myself. I am you know my own you know director, choreographer, publicist, producer. Manager, you know, agent, myself everything. With a, the best foot forward and everything. So it it is a lifestyle in the sense that I have to constantly constantly be on my game, mm-hmm. even if I'm not performing. And also, um, it's it is a lifestyle because um, I have when I'm not performing, I'm also going to shows that my friends are in, so I can help support them. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not. So, well, it's not like, and I'm, I need to clarify this with our listeners, so they do understand. It's not like Sizzle's going to the grocery store with pasties on. Not even. No, close. no, no. <laughs> oh my goodness, no. I mean, no, but it's just it is. Um, like there's, and a lot of people hopefully will understand, is that when a confidence about yourself, you carry yourself differently. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're going to the groceries, you know, even just to getting groceries. You know, it shows in your posture, and even in in that little little change of difference, it you know, I for me it is a lifestyle because it has helped me embrace the fact that everything is beautiful, right? No matter if it's not you know peace, you know, it's not what the society says. Everything is beautiful, and so you want to treat people with respect, especially mm-hmm. when you know, like like we just talked about, some people are not comfortable with mm-hmm. what I do for a living, and you know that's fine. That's totally fine. I, I respect that. As long as you know you don't you know beat me over the head with something, that's totally fine. Right. And that type of attitude has helped me open up. So that's that is why I I say that you know, burlesque is a lifestyle for me right now. Well, that, that, that's interesting. I just you know it's funny that you know when people like in, in your case when you know I mean if you said to me well and I was a friend of yours and you said to me well I'm a stripper. Yeah, I can sit there and I can go and forge my own picture of what you're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not, not hard to do. You're a stripper, you're getting naked, you're taking dollars and doing your, 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 uh, you're flashing your, your coochie out to everyone out there. 
and you're, you're going doing it for money. But what you're doing, in order for someone to really understand, they need to actually see it. That that's that's what I'm finding to be just a little bit um, different. Well, actually, no, a lot bit different because, sure. as, as you said, your friends they're they're um, some don't support. You know, but have they been to your show? Um, all the ones that are are not very comfortable have not, and you know that, like I said, I, I respect that. Those who have come and come and see me really love it. They love the entire experience. Yeah, but, um, you, but you see, but that's what I'm saying is that the ones that yeah. that aren't comfortable, which I can understand someone not being comfortable, but at the very least, you know, you have to you know, use some common sense, and you know. If you're gonna if you're gonna not be comfortable about something, or if you wanna you know just to find out what you do, I mean curiosity has to be there to say okay, let me go and see, and if I don't like it, yeah, I'm never gonna go again. But I can tell her that I I try to do it. It's not for me, mm -hmm. and I and I and I can't. You know, you do what you need to do. I support you as a human being to do what you need to do, but I really can't uh, go to these shows, and I can't support you in that way. That would make sense to me. Yes, no, absolutely, absolutely, it does make sense. But someone, uh, you know, not knowing, and again, no, I mean, to anyone in general, not so much to uh, your friends, or maybe to your friends that haven't gone, I don't care, you know, this is my show, I say what I want. Uh, the, 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 the bottom line is, if, if, they're, if they're passing judgment without actually going to the uh, to see you perform, that's ignorance, bottom line, you know, and that, that's the way I look at it. And that's my opinion. And if people don't like it, I don't know what to say. But you know, but that goes for anything, whether it's burlesque, whether it's anything that you do in life. Until you know yourself, what's going on? How do you pass judgment? Mm -hmm. You can't. I mean, but people do. Exactly. But people, but people do, and that be that 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 that's a problem that we have in this society, which is unfortunate. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But uh, now let's let's get to uh, what you have going on currently because I mean I, you gave a good uh, some uh, some good information or some good insight into what burlesque is about I mean you honestly you taught me something today and oh, awesome. yeah and, and that's a good thing because I I you know, honestly I'm, I'm gonna say it I've never been to a show uh -huh. I never thought about it okay never thought about it I, I don't pass judgment either way you know because I, I can't do that unless I go but now see now you intrigue me that I may go and maybe I'll make oh, that. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe that first show I go to may be yours. I don't know. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna see. But you but you're performing uh, soon, right? Yes. Uh, actually, I'm doing two shows this coming Saturday, the 19th. Ah, where are these shows uh, taking place? Uh, the first one is probably going to have. It's around like seven, eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. It's at a new bar that's opening up in Prospect Heights. Called the Way Station, mm -hmm. and I'll be go go dancing as uh, with also some other burlesque performers as well, um, and that's basically from like seven eight o'clock to to probably midnight if not later. Okay. And then the uh, other show that I'll be doing that same night is from eleven to two p.m. Mm -hmm. and that will be at the Booty Bar in Bushwick. Oh, you gotta go with your life in your hands to that one. Uh, no, they, they do make some really good dirty martinis, though, at that place. I have to give them credit. I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm you, for a martini. I know where to go. <laughs> hey, now you're going to draw the crowd. Watch out. <laughs> I hope they have security around there. My God. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're going to Bushwick. Wow, you're, you're, 
You you got a you got a lot of uh well you got a lot of nerve. <laughs> you know, it's but, gonna be a really awesome show. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's it's a seventies disco themed okay. show, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay, that's cool. Now the uh the the first show you said is in Prospect Heights, right? Yes. And that that's in Brooklyn. Uh is there I mean, is there uh any further information that you would want to give a listener if they wanted to go and see you perform? Uh sure. I do know that they have a Facebook page. Uh-huh. Um it's the Way Station. If you look um the uh, Facebook uh Way Station, um it is a bar. It's going to be uh Brooklyn's uh steampunk bar. It's a bar and music venue. They'll have a uh, Music like uh, jazz and uh, blues music, in addition to burlesque shows. Once the bar starts uh, opening up and everything, okay. and it's going to be very interesting. It's it's a beautiful space. It really is, and it's the I do know the owners uh, very well. They're really awesome, and they're very excited to get live entertainment back into that area of Brooklyn. Cool, cool. That sounds that sounds fantastic. So they can people can go mm-hmm. on Facebook, the Way Station, and, and look that up and get uh, that information. And then uh, you have a series of shows. You say you perform um, at certain places uh, consistently or frequently. Yes, yes. Uh, the first one, um, I'm with uh, Wasabasco Burlesque. Okay. Um, and you can, they have their own website, wasabasco.com. And that is the first Saturday of every month at Union Hall in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Okay. And then I'm also I'm a member of Hard Candy Burlesque, which is the second Tuesday of every month at a place called Identity on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Hard Candy, I like that. Hard Candy. That's mm-hmm. like that. That's like that yeah, makeup. Yeah, it's a burn. lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been to Sephora and I see that thing, Hard Candy. I was curious. I don't know what it was, but it's all makeup and stuff. It's like, you know, I, I'm not buying that. That would kind of funny for me to go buy that. That's not good. <laughs> This has been an interesting um, uh, show, actually, because, you know, I've I've never uh, had anyone that was in burlesque on the show. That's why I thought it would be interesting bringing you on. And I, uh, personally, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, well, I'm so glad you you have popped your cherry on the burlesque scene. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did. But, you know, the thing is, is that you're... I mean, you you explained it in a way that it does give a different look to what people may know, because I'm sure you have some people in burlesque that don't perform well, and you know sometimes people have a crappy experience, probably. But but I think that if anyone that's in New York and they want to see a, a great A show from someone that to me seems to be a, a great A performer. Then you have to go see Sizzle Dizzle. Yeah, I'm giving oh you your props. Thank you so much. That's such a sweet thing. Thank you so much. Yeah. You made my day. Awesome. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. But you know something? You know, I, I believe that what happens with people is that when you, you know, when you speak to someone, you get a better idea of the type of person they are. Okay, mm-hmm. so just speaking to you, I'm getting a better idea of the type of person you are because even though you know, your your this is what you do is burlesque is not anything. It's it's not anything that that's a horrible, disgusting thing. It's not. It's you you're performing. 
and it's just exactly. different. It's just different. Mm -hmm. It's just different. It, it, you know, it, when people pass, and again, I keep going to this, but it bothers me when people pass judgment because whether it be in entertainment, whether it be in in, in your life, you know, some people they, uh, you know, just from the beginning of time when they persecuted persecuted the Jews and everything else, people passed judgment and they there was a lot of hostility and anger, even though some was religion, but then yet from religion to race to color to this to that, you know, people, it, I guess it's human nature for people just to pass judgment and I think that's sad. And in and, and this, and this uh, time yeah. and age, you know, and especially what you're doing, you're actually bringing some enjoyment. Same way when people put on the TV and they watch a comedy show, it puts them in a better mood. Uh, when they go to your show, it's not like, like, oh my God, that's that, that girl's hot. No, it's not that. It's like, oh my God, she's she's funny. She's cracking me up because you're doing silly things and you're performing and you're dancing. You're doing your stuff, and just maybe with with a, with a, with a silly expression, you're making people laugh. Exactly. Exactly. That 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 is my goal every time I go up on stage. See, I understand. I understand. <laughs> now, Sizzle, is there anything else that that you want to touch on that we haven't uh, spoken about yet? Uh, I think everything is is you know fantastic. I think we talked about a lot of different things. So I, I am actually good. I thank you so much for for inviting me on your show. It's been an amazing, wonderful time. You're welcome. But we, we just feel really honored. <laughs> well, we're honored to have you on here. We have spe we only have special people on our show, and I don't mean special like in in mentally handicapped. <laughs> I mean you know just 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 good people. Um, but one thing that you did forget. And you need to, you need, yeah, you forgot about this. You need to let our listeners know uh, how they can uh, find out more about you. Oh yes, excellent point. Well, I do. I am both on uh, MySpace and Facebook as Sizzle Dizzle. Um, so you're more than welcome to contact me there. That's not a problem. I also have my uh, email address on both websites, so you're more than welcome to send me an email and say hi. Okay. That's absolutely not a problem. Okay, cool. Um, and every first of the month, I send out uh, an email blast of when I'm performing. So if, if that's something that anybody would like to, to know about, feel free to shoot me an email. I'll be happy to put you on that so you can have an idea of what's going on. Cool. But yeah. Cool. And now, and here, here, goes, here goes one last question for you. Do, sure. you. do you tweet? Do you have Twitter like everybody else in the world? No, I do not tweet. Oh my I, God! I, that's a travesty no. in the burlesque no, world, especially. You should be tweeting away like a tweet, like a Tweety Bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just joined Facebook. I'm a bit slow. I was such a huge fan of MySpace, but I kind of converted slowly to Facebook. Yeah. But um, yeah, you, you I'm go, not you, a huge fan you, of Twitter. I, I don't want to know what everybody is thinking every second of the day. Uh, it, so. it, I have, I have. I have shows to do, so. <laughs> oh, so you have a life, so so yes, yeah, so you don't you don't you don't want to be like Ashton Kutcher or or uh, or John Mayer, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's a bit too much for me. I'm glad you know people if that works for them. More kudos to them, but I Facebook and MySpace is, is plenty for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the thing is with Twitter, it just with, with Twitter, I just want to touch on this before we we head out. It's just interesting that Twitter. You know, it's great for social networking. It's it's like a quick messaging thing. But, you know, really, who wants to hear, well, I just ate this and I feel sick. Yeah, I really don't care. Now, more, <laughs> more, moreover, moreover it, it amazes me how you have someone that has two, three, four million people listening to what they have to say. 
And a lot of this stuff is nonsense. It's, it's like you're hearing something that's ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's kind of interesting and on at the same time. Yeah, but, but you, you, I mean, really, you have two or three, four million people that have nothing better to do but to hear what John Mayer has to say. You know, you know, say what you need to say and sing. We don't need to hear you. You see, you see your tweets every two seconds. You know, I, I like his music, I like him, but, you know, I mean, the, the Twitter bug, you know, he he needs to, I hope he has a girlfriend already, because it's like enough already, so that's about it for that. <laughs> anyway, so but we're not going to talk about him anymore, because he's not on this show, this, this is you, this is the Sizzle show for you. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sizzle, I want to, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, you, this has been one yeah, this has been one of the more interesting shows that we've had. You know, we've spoken, I've spoken to, I've had everyone from automotive uh, manufacturers to uh, actors, other entertainers on the show, and we go through their inspirational journey. But your journey is just is, is slightly different, which is also, you know, it's, it's interesting because you actually went down a road that most people wouldn't do. And and what I find intriguing to me, which is also inspirational, that you chose instead of uh, fighting to go and, and to do theater, which you could have stick, stood with that, and not reach the heights that you want to reach to make you happy in life. You chose to go a route to do something that's making you happy. So it's not so much it's not it's you're working, but it's not like work because you enjoy what you do. But you're able to be creative in what you do, and you're learning every aspect of the entertainment world. I mean, on a basic form, on a low level, but you're learning how every, all the mechanics are, so that when you do go, and I know that we will see you uh, in theater again, and we may see you in movies again. I'm, I'm going to say yes, we will see you in movies again, <laughs> doing all this stuff, but. I, I think that, you know, learning everything from the ground up is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree. Yeah, and, sure, and surely you took a slightly different path. You, you, you like, curved right, but still, it, it, it's still, you're, you're, you're being creative and you're learning, and I commend you on doing that. And I think anyone, any of our listeners that haven't gone to Burlesque Show, you know, you know, give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. I may go see you, okay? Now, now what's going to happen at that point, I don't know. But I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I want, I'm, now you got me curious. Now you got me curious. You're going to have a great time. It's uh, going to be awesome. All right, cool, cool. We're going to have to check that out. All right, Sizzle, again, thank you uh, once again. And, oh, listen, what I want to do uh, at some point in the future, I want to follow up with you as as you progress with what you're doing and you, you, you venture. And I know it's gonna, it, it, it will come to a point that you'll venture out of burlesque and you'll start doing theater and things like that again. And what I want to do is bring you on the show because as – you progress in your career and, and, and what you're doing in your life, well, everything that you've done becomes a part of your story. So we're catching you right now at this point in your life. This is not your complete story. I need to follow up with you in order to, to show the path that you're going because you're, you're, with your attitude, and your chipper demeanor and everything, that you're destined for great things. And, uh, you know, I mean, putting a whole show together yourself is not easy. It's hard work, and people should understand that. And I know that hard work is rewarded with success, and that's all going to happen for you. Oh, well, thank you so much. That, oh, that, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate your support. Mm -hmm. That is 
wonderful. Thank you. You, you are so welcome, Sizzle. And now, uh, listeners, again, uh, you can you can uh, follow Sizzle uh, by going to a MySpace, and the uh, the MySpace ID is Sizzle Dizzle. And as far as you can you can contact her on Facebook. Again, Sizzle Dizzle. You go and get in touch with her and follow her and uh, find out more about her so that you can see that. It, it's beyond just going and and going on stage and taking your clothes off. There's this there's an art form to, to this. And again, did I expect to be saying this today? No. But Sizzle <laughs> Sizzle gave me a different um, view of the burlesque um, life, and I appreciate that. And oh, again, thank you. yeah, you you're welcome. Okay, and that's about it for this uh, for this episode or segment or part of the show, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but this is, <laughs> I think we're done for today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back with you again on UCW Radio. What is your major malfunction? All that be ready. All that be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.